You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. In this week's astrology, Mercury shifts out of retrograde motion, allowing us to pause and understand the end of 2023. Mars will transit into Capricorn, which will give us the push needed to focus on our goals. And it's a week where Mars is the most active, leading us to taking action on the things that have been on the back burner for us. So even though we're having less transits than we typically have had over the last month, the vibes on the graph are still packing a punch. The first brings in emotional sensitivity, solitude, and mental vibes. Considering the harsher tones in the air, we might be in our heads more than typical, causing us to overthink. So this may be a time where we're feeling more touchier than typical and need some personal space basically to manage our thoughts and emotions. I mean, it is New Year's Day, so I mean, some of this might be attributed to being hungover in some sort of way as well. But at least from the 3rd to the 7th, we have a lot of ambitious vibes going on at the middle of the week. This is going to help us gain some momentum. This is going to help us understand what we need to focus on in terms of getting shit done and getting back on track when it comes down to most of our goals. But truly, this energy is going to help us roll up our sleeves and take care of the things that generally we shy away from, that really need our attention. I mean, especially going back to the 5th to the 6th, solitude will be mixed in with mental vibes. So even if we're feeling driven, we still have some complexities to work through. So throughout this couple of days, we may feel like we're overthinking. We may experience mood fluctuations, causing us to need some space to ourselves yet again and also to find constructive ways to self-soothe. So yeah, this is yet another one of those colorful weeks. Let's look at these next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On Monday the 1st, as a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Opening up a brand spanking new year is Mercury exiting its retrograde motion. So we're kicking off a brand new week and year with a Mercury direct situation. This planet entered pre-shadow on November 25th in the sign of Sagittarius, then went into Capricorn on the 1st of December. Mercury then went retrograde on the 12th of December, moved back into Sagittarius on the 23rd, and so now that we're here on the 1st, Mercury is finally direct after all of this. The Sagittarius sector of this retrograde brought in lessons of carelessness, failing to read the fine print, neglecting obligations, intellectual arrogance, speaking opinions in a very unconstructive manner, and understanding where we're lacking structure in our lives through the Sagittarius portion of this retrograde. The Sagittarius portions might have seemed more glitchier than some of the other parts of the retrograde since Mercury is in a condition called detriment while it's in Sagittarius, and so it doesn't function at full capacity because of that, leading to a lot of mishaps and a lot of snags. The Capricornian section of this retrograde could have been about understanding where we need to get more mature in our lives. It could have been about rigidity, limits, self-imposed limits, boundaries that we need to set, where we need to become more responsible, committing ourselves to the proper things, contracts, our reputation, and our career. Once we get to January 13th, this planet will move forward into Capricorn, and so this is going to bring about those themes. And now that this planet is in post-shadow, we'll have a better understanding on the Sagittarius themes and the Capricornian situations that we dealt with over these last six weeks. Mercury will leave its post-shadow on January 20th, and the signs that would have been most affected by this retrograde are the cardinal immutable modalities. 
with the cardinal signs that would be Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 0 to 8 degrees of these zodiac placements. With the mutable signs that would be Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces between 23 to 29 degrees of these zodiac signs. And here's one cool thing. Now that Mercury is direct, it is one of the last planets in retrograde for a while. We only have Uranus left. Uranus will go direct at the end of the month. And after that, we'll have two months and some change of no retrograde planets. So we are all looking forward to that. On the third, Venus is making a quincunx with Jupiter. And because it's a quincunx, it can show us exactly where we lack self-awareness when it comes down to our love life and finances. On a more harmonious note, this can be a fun alignment. This could be alignment that puts us into a celebratory mood. This alignment is honestly welcome to a degree because of some of the harsher tones that we have throughout the week. So this may give us the urge to let our hair down a bit or just be in the mood to make ourselves feel good after a harsh week. However, this is still a quincunx and so it can really give us the nudge needed to work on love life issues. This may be one of those things where something gets brought to our awareness concerning blowing things out of proportion when it comes down to our romantic life. It can show us where we have out of control expectations or where we're overly affectionate or we're constantly craving over the top displays of affection and a person can only give so much sort of thing. Another way this can show up is through self-esteem issues. Venus has to do with our self-worth and our value and our self-esteem. Jupiter has to deal with inflated things and complex transits. And so we may have to work on high levels of arrogance and being overly dramatic in order to get a boost to our self-esteem. And finance-wise, this could be a situation where we're having to take a look at some of the financial decisions that we're making that isn't serving us. So this might manifest as realizing we're spending too much money on frivolous items. In turn is expanding our credit card bill or eating away at our bank account. One of the reasons why I said we need that Venus-Jupiter alignment, despite it being a hard transit, is because we have another one that's really rough around the edges. Mars is going to make a semi-sextile with Pluto, and this can cause us to feel more fired up than typical. And on a positive note, being fired up can lead to being very ambitious and getting shit done. Due to the Mars stuff, this is why we're seeing that high amount of ambitious energy by the time we get to this point in the week. But under this influence, we could feel touchier than typical. We can feel easily irritated. We can feel angrier than normal and not know where it's coming from and feel like we're releasing some pent up anger that might have been building up for a while. Which of course, absolutely that shit has to get released. However, it has to be released in the most constructive way possible if you have the luxury to. But because this is a harder transit that doesn't always happen that way, so this could lead to bickering, this could lead to arguments, this could lead to getting into a fight. And this is Mars-Pluto energy is actual fight energy. So this could lead to dealing with people who are confrontational and looking for a fight, looking for a screaming match. So choose your battles wisely if you can. With an energy like this, dominant personalities could be more pronounced than normal. So we may have some moments of power struggly situations. We may have some moments where people are being overly opinionated, bossy, aggressive, just really throwing their weight around, coming on too strong, and not really respecting other people's opinions or the need for autonomy, or a better way to put it is allowing other people to have the floor rather than taking up all the energy in the room. So this could be one of those alignments where you're dealing with people who are like that and due to them wanting their way, it could lead to arguments and it could lead to scuffles. So do the best you can to manage these situations because it definitely has a brutal vibe to it. By the time we get to the fourth, we could be taking actions that will help us gain more structure than we had over the last couple of weeks. 
And this is because Mars is entering Capricorn, leading to taking action on long-term goals and what really matters. As we leave the let's throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks approach to Mars and Sagittarius, we shift to a method that helps us narrow down our opportunities to something that's going to give us a return on investment. So instead of focusing on everything, everywhere, all at once, we learn to stay in our lane and commit ourselves to maybe a small amount, but the right opportunities for ourselves. And one of the other marvelous things about this energy is a pairing like this happens to be in a condition in astrology called exaltation. And what this means is Mars pairs together well with Capricorn. Mars is how we go after what we want. It's how we take action. It's how we get motivated. It's how we exert energy overall. And so when you put it in a very disciplined sign like Capricorn, it's able to channel all of that chaotic Mars energy and point it in the right direction, point it in a more useful direction and in a focused direction. That way we're expending our energy on the right things. We're not acting on impulse and we're able to direct our temper properly. It's not to say our temper won't be a little crazy in this energy because there is a lower expression. It's I wouldn't call it crazy. I would call it more cold. But of course, I will get to that part once I get to the lower expression of the sign. But because of the nature of Capricorn and the way this pairing works, we learn how to stay in our lane when it comes down to the actions that we need to take. In other words, we're not chasing the wrong goals for us. We're limiting our opportunities and the things that we might feel as a possibility into situations that are more tangible. So instead of going after every opportunity, we stick to the goals that are aligned with our life path, that are aligned with who we are, and the structures that we want to put in place for our life. So a vibe like this helps us channel our energy into something productive rather than just being busy for busy sake and rather than going after the things that may not be right for us. And because of the Capricorn nature of keeping our eye on the prize, the great thing about this is we end up channeling our energy into things without losing interest. So if you're trying to work on something and maybe got derailed due to either a lack of interest or just sidetracked, an energy like this will help you get back on track and focus on whatever it is you need to focus on without really losing that steam that tends to happen sometimes when you have a long-term plan. An energy like this really gives off overachiever vibes. So we might feel more ambitious than typical. We may feel more driven than we usually are, causing us to have the Santa needed to work on something that may be complex that generally we don't have the drive for. And one of the things with this is sometimes that drive isn't directed towards career or business. It could be directed towards becoming more responsible because an energy like this gives us the urge to roll up our sleeves and get our lives in order. Also take more responsibility for ourselves, take more responsibility for other people on a healthy end. Obviously this has a lower expression too, but truly this can help us in terms of getting back on track when it comes down to the responsibilities in our life. Mars has to do with bedroom antics and so on a romantic level, on a sexual level, this is one of those energies that can lend more cinema when it comes down to intimacy. I wouldn't say this is the most romantic Mars, but when it comes down to that, it certainly doesn't lack in bedroom cinema. In dating and relationship situations, this tends to be a more committal Mars. So if you're looking to establish something, this may be a better time to do so. And of course, there's a lower expression of this energy as there is any time a planet changes signs. Even though Capricorn 
energy isn't known for overdoing it. There is some areas where Capricorn energy can overdo it, and especially in specific planets. And with this, because Mars is about our energy and how we take action, be aware of overworking and overdoing it because the energy tends to be very nonstop and very restless. This is one of those Mars situations that could lead to burnout down the line if you're working tirelessly. Also, Mars deals with our temper, and even though the temper isn't completely flared up all the time in this energy, it can lead to a more ruthless tone. So when someone is agitated and angry, it can come off in a cold manner, it can come off in a ruthless manner. And for this reason, this can be an energy that needs a lot of control. This could be an energy that needs a lot of power. So we need to be aware of being overly dominant in an energy like this. So yeah, there's that, but this is a great energy for getting back on track if we're using it more positively, especially if we need to recover from that Mercury retrograde we just had. Saturday brings in an alignment with the Sun in Chiron that may cause us to look at where we need to work on ego issues. One of the reasons why we were seeing that solitude energy for this particular day is this alignment. An alignment like this can tend to feel like a downer. It can tend to cause our moods to fluctuate. And it can create moments where we're wanting some space to ourselves. And this is because we end up experiencing a lot of self-doubt in this energy. We feel self-conscious and it tends to cause us to question our persona. So it can definitely rev up periods where we feel uncomfortable with our sense of self overall. Also in this energy, we need to be aware of approval seeking. In other words, we need to be aware of looking for ways to validate our ego through other people rather than creating our own confidence, rather than creating our own self-esteem. And we tend to not get the gratification that we're looking for from others with an energy like this. So if you're looking for ways to soothe yourself through other people um, in, the tr- in the form of validation and just to emotionally regulate ourselves, then this could end up backfiring under an alignment like this. One of the best ways to use this is to research better coping strategies and ways to boost your self-esteem and how to self-soothe instead of looking for other people to get gratification from. That way you're gaining self-assurance from yourself within yourself rather than seeking outside approval. Saturday opens up with the transiting moon in Sagittarius, which could help us take a more upbeat tone. There are still some harder transits connecting to this moon. At the same time, it may be how we salvage our weekend. So even though this moon is making harder transits Saturn, we may have moments where we emotionally shut down, but then find ourselves pushing through some of this gloomy vibe. And even though one of the connections is a hard connection. This moon is going to connect to Jupiter in a quincunx, but at the same time, this may help us not just sit around and brood. I mean, we do need to be aware of acting impulsively and overdoing it when it comes down to just indulgences of any kind and being overly celebratory. However, this is kind of a welcome vibe compared to some of the stuff that was going on over the last couple of days. But despite all of that, the Sagittarius moon is going to help us in terms of feeling more social again, craving something fun and exciting, feeling more flexible, feeling more open-minded, intuitively understanding what we need to do in terms of going after our goals. But again, the best part is it helps us break through some of these gloomier vibes that we've been experiencing. So yeah, the first week of 2024 is rough around the edges. But it does provide some saving graces throughout the week and ways to push through. So at least it's offering us that. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.